if we, everyone talks about if you were to go back in time and something like Back to the Future and like kill your grandfather, that's a, you know an actual paradox. Would you for to go back in time and invent another time machine? What would that lead to? Time travel way before, of course, so you do were doing it. That's a crazy thing so to think about. It probably means nothing, but it means, it means something everything. somewhere. <laughs> hey guys, look, we got a guest. The VCR is keyed up. The popcorn is a popping. Until it's ready, come sit with us by the movie light. <laughs> I am Mr. Dust. I am Melmut. Yes. So, today, and that's, yeah, thank you. Mm. <laughs> um, what just today happened? Today, <laughs> that's a long story that you'll never know. No, nah, good. <laughs> I didn't want to hear about it. Yeah, well. Um, so, today, we'll be talking about Special effects in movies, CG, CGI, whatever the hell you call it. We'll be talking about it. We'll talk about, I guess, the first, the history of uh, how how we know it. You know, our, us growing up and, and what our experience watching the rise of CGI. So Sounds good to me. Yeah. So you want to start with what you think would be the, where, where is the start? We'll begin... At the beginning, as they say. What is that from? <laughs> What's that from? Let's begin at the beginning. I, I think it's in Genesis, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the beginning of all things. Yeah, that's where the things start, at the beginning, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess the um, the thing that usually springs... No, no, no. Not, did you answer my... You didn't answer my question. I don't know what you're saying. Uh, well, you know. That's the problem. <laughs> we talked about the Bible. Where are we right now? Huh? Today we'll be talking about the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it written by dwarfs? Why would that have been a thing? Uh, <laughs> this guy, right? <laughs> okay, anyway, back to the actual. Is there a subject? There I a thought subject it was there. at the beginning. It had something to do with the special effects. Oh, all right. No, <laughs> okay. It was. Okay. SFX. <laughs> what is that? Uh, I said uh, if, if people are trying to abbreviate it, they put special, you know, it's SFX. You know that's, I mean? so that's great news. It's, it's pretty amazing. All right. That's a true fact. At least, you know, sometimes that sound makes me means that. You know. All right. So when, when I think of CGI uh, and where it's like, okay, they're really trying to do something here, I always think of a movie we mentioned earlier, um, RoboCop. Really? When... I guess it it isn't probably isn't considered CGI right now, but like special effects where you're like, okay, that wasn't real mm. when Dick Jones fell out the window at the end. I never truly understood what was happening there. He it wasn't an actual person, and he was falling away from the screen. I think that was animation. He, it looked like it crossed between animation and stop motion. Yeah, yeah some yeah. which stop motion is animation. Yeah, right. that was that was a claymation or animation. Which I guess all the rest of the stuff they were doing it to a nine was all stop motion. All yeah, so right. I guess that's not. Um, well, the co- special effects, but it's not CGI. <laughs> right. So we'll just go by our our experience with it. And our experience with it was, at least the, the, when we grew up, what our experience living with movies was uh, in, in, the, in, in, in the grand movie scheme, 
in 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 the 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 movie existence in in the movie creation from the, none of you are going to stop me with this you just going to no. keep going I was going to oh, yell okay. redundant I, I, I wanted to see where this was going yeah. I I was going to wait till it got to the point where it needed to be screamed at uh, oh yeah. yeah all right well you can do that anytime redundant <laughs> redundant <laughs> no no uh, so my experience was it growing up and I think your experience uh, Mr Dust was mm-hmm. the same what uh, that. Well, we considered the new revolution in special effects to be Terminator 2. But that's where it really started. Now, of course, we know now, uh, well, there were shades of it, right? I shouldn't actually say that because we both also remember that Abyss was really the beginning. The Abyss was really the beginning. Oh, you have the interaction of that kind of computer imagery with um, Homo actors. Because what's this called had been doing yeah. strange things in that regard. And homosexuals, but that that's a whole other issue. Wow. Yeah. How about that's that? a whole that's a whole underground thing. <laughs> I'm more interested in that now. <laughs> <laughs> so with the adventures of the young Sherlock Holmes, whatever that was, where people were saying the you know, the stained glass window jumping out and walking and that was some that, sort of animation and, and but I, that was computer. I thought it was computer, but again I'm not entirely sure and then they said that the interaction between computer and people abyss was as far as it had gotten at that time right because even in animated pictures did you know uh, I was just recently looking into a fascinating documentary about the uh, the rise and fall or the or whatever you want to call it the the troubles behind uh, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the damn frame Roger Rabbit no no the black cauldron ah Black Cauldron mm. and how long it took them making all the troubles behind the scenes and things like that. And they said in that that, uh, I don't know if this is actual factual according to them, and that that's one of the first times that they had used CGI. It was actually in the Black Cauldron. The wow. Disney movie. Yeah. Wow. Disney cartoon. I mean, yeah, they were playing around with that in, in those days when they went through that the whole thing. You know, yeah. with um, like Beauty and the Beast with the, uh, the chandelier was actually computer- and, um, right, but that was after and Terminator 2 and the the Abyss. This is true. This is true. Right. Um, so yeah, um, right after. Right. Okay. And having it, having it, you know, like Abyss. The, the of course the scene with the, it's 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 going through the ship like a snake, and then the door closes, and it goes from CGI to real water falling. And it's like That's people right. are like, wait, well, what? Well, if you, well, even more than that, if you remember on the previews that that took everyone by surprise, is her touching her own face. Yeah. That this thing had shaped her face. And then she touched it. Uh, and the way the story I heard about that is James Cameron went to, was it Dennis Murin? I hope it's Dennis Murin. Mm. I hope I'm not throwing some. I believe, no, I, I believe you're right with Murin. Yeah. Right. So he asked him if this was possible, if something this complex was possible in live action. Uh, and he said, well, okay, I'll put it in a scene that I could cut if it doesn't matter. Mm. And Murin came out with that. Wow. And we both remember the preview for that. Uh, was just everyone was talking about it, and I remember, what was the same thing we all said? What are we looking at? We didn't understand what we were looking at. Yeah, uh, and it actually it actually looked like her, which was so very strange because a lot of those things again, like they tried it with different animations and stuff. RoboCop that looked absolutely nothing like Dick Jones <laughs> falling out that window. <laughs> what's, um, the act, what's the actor's name? Uh, Ronnie Cox. Damn you, man! Good job. I thought it was Thank uh, you. Jonesy uh, Rick Rickland. <laughs> No, but that I was his question. agent. No, no, that was his brother. brother. Jonesy? Yeah. The guy falling out the window was his brother, actually. The, Ronnie Cox was Dick Jones, the guy they chucked out the window. 
was the guy you were talking about. Jonesy Strickland. Yeah, he really just looked like that. That wasn't CGI at all. <laughs> that's, what, that's why they checked yeah. my window. It's really a very sad story. It's a documentary about the... Um, the horrors. Of, yeah, the horrors of, of RoboCop, the life and of, death and the times of... Um, uh, what's his name again? See, I don't even remember. Josie Strickland. Josie yeah. Strickland, yeah. Right. So, poor, poor son of a bitch. Coming soon, the uh, the movie, the what do they call him? The, the biopic about Jonesy Strickland. We'll, <laughs> we'll be making that very strong. Yes. So, okay, so I have a question. Yeah. Now... With CGI, does it uh, does this discussion does it have to be um, in interaction with live you know actors? Because where does Lawnmower Man fall into this? Because mm. a lot of that wasn't between an actor and and you know except they at did, the end. Yeah, right? at the end, and they did things um, in the movie where it was real people going into it, like the guy he punished. At the end of the film, where he was, remember he was solid. Then he would go into That's molecules, right. come back, and, and it was actually him. But he kept going apart, and coming back together. That's right. And of course, that movie was absolutely doomed not to do <laughs> any sort to be remembered at all. Because uh, for one, they claimed in the first poster Stephen King's Lawnmower Man, which it only shares Stephen King's story in name. When he saw that, he sued them and won. They're like, oh, these guys are idiots. And then after the fact, it turned out to be um, uh, f- one of the favorite films of David Koresh. So everyone's like, no one's watching Lawnmower Man. You know, so. <laughs> Which is a, a real shame because it's a fantastic movie. Absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, And the best performance by one Jeff Fahey, who I feel is completely useless and worthless in every other film he's ever been in. Um, mm-hmm. Amazing Films, yeah. In that movie. Films, yeah. He was fantastic in an episode of Psych. Really? Absolutely fantastic. Okay. Psych is this heavily CGI TV show about Psychopopolis, mm-hmm. the bane of the existence of, um, it was Jonesy Strickland. Jonesy Strickland, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's oh, a robot I thought it was city. about Psyduck. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So, this is fascinating, but that's interesting. I forgot that that was kind of in the air as well. Mm. When Terminator Two came out, that so I would see that. So I would see things like um, I would see things like Lawnmower Man and um, and The Abyss as precursors, as build-ups, um, as almost foreshadowing of what was to come in the CGI explosion. Do you know why they called CGI versus CG? Some people refuse to say the eye. Is there something? Or am I a, a doofus on that? Or I don't see why you would leave out the eye. Yeah. It's Some people say imagery. Say, I mean, it's well, fine. they say computer graphics. I think that sounds old. You know, computer-generated imagery. I think we sound old. Is that what it is? I think so. I think we're behind the kids computer on this one. Graphics. Yeah, because whenever I think yeah. of computer graphics, I think of floppy disks. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're behind on that one. We could be completely oh, very man. possible. We're behind those that are behind. So what are we? We're ahead again. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. So, but I think most people who grew up in the 90s would say that Terminator 2 was the real beginning of the CGI explosion. Yeah. Which is what we called it then, so that's what we're going to call it. Okay. Do you yeah. remember they had whole they had whole specials like on Entertainment Tonight, oh, even absolutely. even like major uh news yeah. talking about CGI and how it's changing film. Yes. Um that was a fascinating experience. And this is 1991. Yes. Yeah. Um, it really was. And, and to be uh, the, the start of something and for it still to be that good. 
which I think is beautiful. You, I mean, you look back on, of course, it's dated now because you can do whatever the fuck you want. But it's still very effective in a, in a lot of it when it came to storytelling, even though it is dated. Um, which a lot of times you look back and say, this was the start of it all. Wow, this looks like shit. Man, a lot of the time. Um, <laughs> well, even not even the start of it all. I mean, we can name movies like, for example, 1998's Godzilla, the American Godzilla. Wow, many yeah. of the scenes in that, I mean, we're jumping ahead here, but many of the scenes in that don't hold up at all. Some no. of them do, but, you know, the the baby, the baby T-Rex, or what? Yeah, yeah see, baby Zillas. The, the raptor scene is what it was. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. yeah, cheap raptor scene. <laughs> The, yeah, the forever henceforth, we will call it the cheap rafter scene. Yep. <laughs> High te- tech technology. Of right? course, yes. man. Yeah, just, You've never heard those sounds. Cutting edge. Cutting Anywhere edge. but here. <laughs> right. So, 91 was it. 91 was the, was the beginning. I remember everyone, again, saying that phrase when they saw Terminator 2, uh, going, what am I looking at? They really didn't understand what was on screen. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. That, uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. That happened because I was so much younger than, than you geezers. No. Yeah. Uh, True. God. That happened for me. Of course, I was still very young at this time, but yeah. that happened for me with the mask. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was like, because you guys showed me a, a picture in the paper. And you're like, look, you know, Melmut. And I was like, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what he said. Exactly what he said. <laughs> Look, Melmut. <laughs> Behold, Melmut. <laughs> Cast Behold. your eyes. <laughs> Cast thine eyes upon the green man. Yeah. And I said, mm. no, uh, yeah, I just couldn't. It was a cartoon. A very strange household. Yeah. <laughs> very dramatic. I just couldn't believe what I was looking I did not remember. I didn't understand what I was looking at. I thought it was real, but knew that couldn't be real. You know what I mean? Oh, man. It, 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 I think that holds up really well. Some of it, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah, not all of it, it but yeah. it's just there's times now where it's like, oh, I can touch them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And if this makes any sense, it's ambition holds up. The idea of the things they were going, let's do this all the way. And you just look at it and say, wow, I can't believe they went that. Like when he flattened himself when he jumped out the window, picked himself up, and, and then he ballooned himself back out and then went walking down the street. Yeah, it, we've done much better now. But the fact that we're like, yeah, let's have it complete and holy cartoon. Yeah. And when CGI was like, okay, you have a much better chance of doing that now. Yeah. You know, filmmakers are like, oh my God, let's do this. Because I actually don't like that movie very much, uh, mm. The Mask. Oh, really? Yeah, it's really, I think it's a playground for Jim to be Jim mm-hmm. and for the, any kind of CGI they've possibly done to make it a cartoon. Yeah. I just, I've seen better cartoons, in my opinion. It's oh, just like, the style of that movie. The tone and style of that movie was, and I, you know, it's hard to use this word, but it's unique, really. I agree. Um, But the idea of, I mean, a lot of the acting, um, like, I didn't think Cameron Diaz was actually very good in that. Everyone's like, and when she was something, it's like she was gorgeous in that movie. Yeah. But then you look at it, you're like, it is a big cartoon and I admire it. But I I remember being very bored when I saw it as, as a kid. Seeing it in the theater, I'm like, this is going to be, and I'm like falling asleep, and which, yeah, maybe I'm just a foolish man. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying, because I was in love with that film, and then I was bored by it, and then I fell in love with it again. Right, but part of the problem is, is that we were, like many people that didn't have a lot, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, you would watch the same thing over and over <laughs> and over, because partly because you loved it. 
partly because what else was there to watch? Yeah. You know, uh, yes. you know, Legend starring Tom Cruise indeed will return. That's all I've got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the tone of that movie is is. is so we started at ninety one. Well, I wanted to say one more thing about the How mask. The hell, are you doing that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said I didn't like it. Move on. <laughs> uh, okay, he's getting he's getting I'm his getting irate. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting his whip out now. I, just, I, I better. You know what I'm saying? It's not even Saturday. Just top notch, highbrow. That's all you can possibly. Oh, apparently the audience of life is yelling. Thank you very much. I want the rest of this to be just noises now. That's that's all we can possibly go for. There we go. That's like it's funny. Man, that's a lot longer. It's a 1970s sports show. (laughs) All right, Daddy. Sixers are. uh, Malmwood's picks for the Super Bowl champion. <laughs> the Sixers have taken over the Capitol again. <laughs> Dr. J is the best quarterback out there. I hope we don't get canceled. <laughs> I don't see how we could. <laughs> Nothing but the highest brown right I don't here. see how we could, my brother. <laughs> Funky. <laughs> Okay, okay, moving, we're, moving we're lost down a well right now. I don't even remember where we were. <laughs> no, what I was going to say about The Mask is something very interesting about the history of that film um, and its pre production and its original ideas and script and its original pitch uh, was very, very dark. The, the comic book, The Mask, was incredibly violent. And he really? was, yes, and he was more the villain than anything. Uh, or I guess I, I guess an anti-hero, but he was incredibly violent, and they had pitched it as that um, that they wanted it to be an incredibly violent, dark, uh, you know, uh, very dark humor. Do you know what I mean? But they, the reason they originally hired Chuck Hus- uh, Chuck Russell, the director of the movie, was because he directed one of the what was it uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Four, I believe. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. I think I don't that's. I've wh- ever seen that. Oh really? Uh, to those listening, that was one of the movies we had spoken of that we had watched far too many times. Particularly Malmut yeah. with the strange obsession of horrifying himself <laughs> over and over and over again. But I'm sure everyone there. I mean, everyone has that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just think that's an interesting thing. That's all. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for it to be things. so. Uh, a That's an actual fact. Fact. I mean, I, I watched the whole mm-hmm. uh, behind the scenes documentary on. Uh, That's actual factual, as you would say. Actually factual. <laughs> See, it just changes every time. You can't control these. We have actually have a live sound effects band in studio with us, and they're great. drunk off their their rear ends, and they just you know. They're not taking cues. No, they'll do whatever they want. Um, <laughs> All right. So, I just thought that was a fascinating turn of turn of tone and style in the movie. Yeah, that they wanted it to be. Yeah. So. And of course, would actually you know, I think would fly much better today than it, than it did then. I think that I, my the the scuttlebutt is that's what they're going to do. Interesting. When, that they're going to remake it and do do the original tone that it's mm. going to be. 
uh, I guess it would be more like, um, what is uh, the guy with the sword that talks to us? Oh, God. Don't get started it? on that one. Guy with the sword that talks Deadpool? to us? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Oh, which I actually I very much it. enjoyed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, just because I think Ryan Reynolds is really good. And the comic book accurate um, costumes and designs I, I find to be very appealing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just never liked that character, you know. I can understand that. But, um, and breaking the fourth wall is like, genius. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. just... It, I, don't, I don't know enough about Deadpool. It was probably in the comic. Well, no, wasn't She-Hulk the first to start doing that? Breaking the fourth wall? I think so. Are you serious? She used to yell at the, the reader. I don't, God, I didn't the know that. time she tried to crawl through the panel. That's the greatest had to thing stop. I've ever yeah. heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much I think She-Hulk was just um, That's not amazement I, of the teenage male libido. They wanted her to climb right through there <laughs> and be in their bedroom. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, sure. me, not me. <laughs> not me. Oh, man. My pants just made that sound. That's what that was. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure if that was the intention of the... Of I don't the, care what their intentions were. Do you think I care what their intentions were? Oh. Okay, I actually have a question. Yeah. Was the... We can't answer it. Not okay. today we can't. All right. Well, <laughs> was anything about Mask... Well, we're focusing the fuck on this movie. <laughs> no, uh, was influenced by uh, Dick Tracy. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, because think about the way they did lighting in that film. The, the cinematography, mask. yeah. Cinematog- the cinematography, in mask. It was like the they lighting, were just... Yeah. The, the whole tone of the movie, that's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah, just like streetlights weren't just streetlights. When, when you, he was... Where the character was, it was normal kind of yellow or white street lights, you know. Then you look around him, it's like, there's orange and purple and green. It's like, they're really, you know, and I can't, I just, it made me think of Dick Tracy. You right, know I mean? yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good comparison indeed. Yeah. Okay, so, Abyss? Okay, Abyss. Terminator. Yeah, Terminator said, 2. Yeah, we right. went Terminator 2, 91, and then we jumped up. To 94. Um, to 94. Yeah. And of course, in between there is 1993. No, no. Let's do this proper. Proper B. We already jumped to the mask and talked no, about it for well, a well, half hour. No, do a little bit of What the hell happened here? Are you hearing this? Let's talk about the mask. No, I'm just Okay. So 91 was... The mask. Was the mask. <laughs> <laughs> was Terminator 2. Yes. All right. So that was the CGI burst on the scene. You forget 92 had a big movie too. For for CGI. Okay. You remember what it was? I do not. Okay. Because I keep, for some reason, thinking that uh, Terminator 2 came out in 92, and I always do that to myself. Yeah. Uh, 91. So you're an idiot. Oh. Okay. As long as we've established that, as long as we all agree on it. Yeah. The only person here didn't like the mask, so yeah, <laughs> I'm the idiot. <laughs> no, uh, Death Becomes Her. Okay. I was going to mention that. Death Becomes Her was 92. Uh, I remember seeing the news thing on that. Yeah. And it was like, this is how they did it. This is just as important as anything that's going on anywhere else in the world. Yeah. The well, news, it, people. Well, it felt... Well, <laughs> no, it's it just felt, interesting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It felt that way at the time. Just like Mario 3. That's another discussion. But Mario 3 was on the news because the entire world was talking about Super Mario 3. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That's a whole other discussion. Yeah, um, so, yeah, Death Becomes Her was the big hit in 92. Uh, of course, people weren't tracing it as, as as closely because Batman Returns came out that year, and people were more thinking about that, the opening of that. And it's not that you know people didn't care about Death Becomes Her, but it wasn't as you know it wasn't a big vehicle like Terminator Two was. Yeah. Right. So then, 
1993 happens. Would you tell us what happened in 1993? And it's weird that I want to... I, I can't believe the CGI that was going on in Death Becomes Her. It, it is absolutely strange, and it is... Um, I haven't seen... Does it hold up? It does, in, in my opinion. Um, and it's weird how some of, like, performance-wise, movie-wise, you're like, all right, this is... It is just a vehicle for doing these things, but Zemeckis made those things into a movie. Really, I'm just watching this spectacle, and, and it's enjoyable. But I still don't understand some of the mix of puppetry, the mix of CGI. The, the It just doesn't make any sense. He, he, we'll talk about him again, obviously, in, in this conversation, 94, uh, the way he was able to incorporate it in such a normal way, which, again, he got even better at after Death Becomes Her. But every little thing they did, you're like, you almost stop questioning it. It's like, okay, yeah, of course, there's a big hole in that person. And her head's all stretched out. <laughs> Man, and then by the end, you're like, wow, that was all CGI, and it was insane. It was on the yeah. forefront, you know? yeah. But 93, of course, is Jurassic Park. And that still to this day, I'd say 95% of it holds up just as good as it ever should have or could have. You know? I thought you were going to say 90 years ago. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> 90 years later. And talk about where were you, you know, when you heard the sound of, of the... And I want to kick it back over to Dr. Crisis. I didn't see it in the theater. I was one of the few people... I was the last person in our clan to see it in the theater, I think. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was told, you're told two things. One, your stomach will hurt when the T-Rex yells. And two, there's a special new dinosaur that's in the movie that no one's ever talked about or heard of again. Of course, you know, people knew who the Velociraptor was before that. <laughs> we didn't. The average person had never heard that name. Uh, or maybe just us ignorant morons didn't. I don't know. <laughs> um, and both were true. I mean, your stomach, you had a, this just, your stomach would hurt. You'd be terrified every time that thing, the T-Rex, yelled. Yeah. And, you know, we could go into, I could really talk for hours about the expert, <laughs> the, 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 the craft that went into that movie, specifically, specifically, of course, the T-Rex scene. It is one of the great foreshadowing scenes in movie history. And one of the small, I mean, because everything is small, I should say that. Hey, building a scene like that, you have to be so focused on every small, almost insignificant, but not, you know, infinitely significant detail to create the entire experience. And one of the things he did is show you where the goat was earlier in the movie. He made it very clear to you the goat is in like Tyrannosaur Paddock. That's, it's in that space, right? That's where it's at. Made a whole joke of it. There it is. Don't you like lamb chops? Yakety yakety schmackety schmack. <laughs> right, right. Yes. Right. So you know where that thing is. Now it's, it's clocked in the audience's mind where that goat is with the T Rex, right? Then they go to the control room and him saying that the, the vehicles had stopped. And he says, turns, where did they stop? What's the very next thing they show? The goat in the rain. Isn't that brilliant? Yes. Wow. Yes. They show the goat in the rain. And now you know where they stopped. <laughs> so this is foreshadowing in movies where you slowly start to put that needle, that knife in the stomach of the audience. You just a little bit. Poke, poke. Yeah. You know? So... Yeah, and that's just the beginning of that scene. The first thing you see is that goat in the rain, and then they pull back. You know, Spielberg pulls back to the two cars, stuck right there in front of 
the T-Rex cage. And he slowly unfolds that entire scene. <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. That's how you make a movie. That's really how you make a movie. That's how you keep an audience invested, right? Yeah. And to this day, everyone you talk to, as far as that movie is concerned, uh, they'll be walking through and they'll be getting ready for something. If it's on, they'll stop and watch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're flipping through channels. If it's on, you you tune in and see where it's at, what what part, you know, what's going on. It's it's classic. Yeah. It's a deserving classic. Yeah. And of course the you know, the representation of the power and more foreshadowing of what's about to come, like in the building of the foreshadowing where you of uh, the classic ripple in the water. Yes. Right, the ripple in the water. It's just it tells you something very bad is coming. This is foreshadowing, right? You know. Yes. Uh, and then for him to end that whole sequence of him breaking out, um, the kids being stuck in the car, of course, eventually the car being thrown off, and Ian Malcolm, you know, uh, Jeff Goldblum being thrown, one of the lawyers being eaten. The very end of that scene before they go away is the is the T Rex yelling into the camera. It's like now I'm on the scene. It's all gone very wrong because <laughs> yeah, of yeah. me. He is on and the it's, scene. It's only the beginning, <laughs> like a sex machine. There's all you guys to say about that. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, it is, it is, it is, what a way to begin something, right? Because yes. that's what, that's the, that's the beginning of what you're about to experience. Yes. You know? Uh, yeah, I mean, tremendous. Uh, other notable movies you contact year to, no, we'll wait for the, we'll do an episode on 93 before mm. we talk about it. Okay, so that was 93. So this is, we've mentioned 91, 92, 93, we're building up. This is the way 90s went when you were like, okay, then it, after, especially after Jurassic Park, it became, okay, what are they going to do now? Yeah. That really became what it was. Yes. You were now waiting to see what Hollywood was going to do with special effects. So, 1994. Which, it's weird that the, the very next year, um, a movie that was as heavy with special effects as it was, and kept as a storytelling tool, one best picture. CGI had, had that quickly become legitimate to Hollywood, to audiences, to critics. Um, Forrest Gump won best picture in 1994, and most of the shots in that movie had some form of CGI in it. Yeah. Uh, but so hidden. His legs, Dan losing his legs, none of that was real. All the explosions, all the, the gunfire, all the, the mayhem in Vietnam, none of it was actually happening. You know, them out on a boat on the river, on the ocean, none of it, you know, river, ocean, whatever, none of it was there. Audiences. Audiences. Large just, groups of people. It's uh, just crazy. And, of course, one of the most controversial issue, which then started to make its way on Tales from the Crypt and on commercials, yes. which is they were using people long dead in movies. That became a controversial issue at the time. Uh, that they didn't think that that was respectful to those figures. And of course, you know, Forrest Gump met many presidents that had already passed away right. or weren't as young anymore or whatever. Then yeah, and then it became a and it became a back as a sting for a little bit. Yeah, remember he directed that episode of Tales from the Crypt yeah. where he had Humphrey Bogart in it, but it was it was all from his point of view, and you only see him in mirrors. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and again, that that people were kind of there, there was a there was a growing kind of discomfort with the idea. Older people thought that this was disrespectful, and I'm sure a lot of actors in Hollywood were rather concerned they were going to be replaced by CGI rather soon. <laughs> um, and yet Fred Astaire dancing with a vacuum. That's right. Yeah, like, that right, was, dis- that, that yeah. was yeah. disrespectful. I agree. <laughs> I agree. 
I remember a very good joke that uh, Jim Carrey made about that was saying that in the future, long after he's dead, he'd be selling. I forget what he said he was selling, but he started talking with his butt about how he'll be selling things after he's dead as Ace Ventura, <laughs> which I thought was funny. Yeah, so we've already talked about, what was that movie we talked about earlier? The, the Mask. Oh, Jim Carrey. Oh, See, you took man, us back to that. it. You See? did it. It was your fault. Jim Carrey is here. He's carried the He has day. a gun in my back, right to the back. <laughs> Jesus, lost cause. Do you know about that? <laughs> okay, let's further alienate people. <laughs> please, please. I'm tired of acting like we're going to be listened to. So, uh, so I don't think there's anything major. We're probably going to get a lot of people angry at us, but I can't think of anything else major in 94. I just hope it's not some weirdo's favorite movie oh, that no one knows. Oh, what am I talking about? What about Whistlebeak? It had like a whole, uh, you know, flea that was special effects. I mean, shut up. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just there's joking. Whistlebeak is, is no, marvelous. I love that movie. Well, there's nothing wrong with having a you know detailed knowledge or what's, what's oh, no. obscure knowledge of things. Just don't be an asshole. About exactly. It. Yeah. Exactly. That's all. Don't be an asshole about anything. Basically, that's <laughs> the lesson of the day, kids. Don't be an asshole about anything. <laughs> and if you're letting your kids listen to this, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but the highest brow here. <laughs> you can't even reach that brow. <laughs> we haven't reached it yet. That's for damn sure. You're, you're damn right. <laughs> At least we have acceptance. <laughs> anyway, no, I because I can remember all three movies that were nominated that year for for us. A special effects. Special effects. It was Forrest Gump, yeah. The Mask, and True Lies. Ah, we had a conversation in our personal life. We live outside of this um, (laughs) about how that does not hold up, uh, in your opinion. I haven't seen it in a long time. I know you said you hadn't either, but you said last time you saw it, the things in True Lies did not hold up as being impressive. Let's let's get this really straight. That was in in confidence. Look, man. You told me you were a priest. I am a priest. This is all about being honest to God. (laughs) James Cameron and, and, and Schwarzenegger, not good enough for you? You piece of crap! <laughs> and that's how I feel about it. <laughs> and that's, and there, that, that's Mr. Dust's take. <laughs> on Father Brando. On, on Father Marlon Brando. I don't know. That's not going to, you know, court. The people are going to be like, what? <laughs> so, Father Brando. Uh... I put you up on them columns, and you were like, oh, I don't deserve you. And then next day, you're like, no, you can't have a cheese sandwich. My God, baby, get it together. What did you think of uh, The Mask? What did you think of The Mask? I know Mr. Dust didn't like it very much, but... Well, I, I thought it was dead on. Me and Rita Moreno did that kind of green shit with the tongue out every goddamn Tuesday. It was fucking accurate. Was it fire? Would you say? What? I, I'm not done. Don't speak lingo to me, you chimp. No, I'm sorry. What are you, simpleton? Sorry. I, uh... I'm tired of not being dead. I'm going back. So, but... Unrecognizable as anyone that ever lived <laughs> so is that impression. Mar- apparently, Marlon Brando is such a good actor. That he acted his way back into living. <laughs> Amazing. And wow. that's why he sounded so damned ridiculous. <laughs> because he was dead. So, yeah. True lies. Yes. 
True Lies was, uh, if you remember, at the time, again, this, it, it, uh, trying to capture this, is, it, it, you had to have been there to a certain extent. It's very hard to explain how exciting it was when you were waiting every year, every summer, most of the time, mm-hmm. but every year you're like, I, I can't wait to see what they have next. And there's rumors what they were doing. And, and uh, one of the, of course, or, oh, oh, I'm sorry, because that leads into another rumor. Mm-hmm. I mean, another, another movie we're going to talk about. Um, the rumor that Stargate came out in 94, mm. right? And then after it came out and it was so popular, there was a rumor there was a rumor that the, the makers of Stargate were going to be making another movie, and this would be even have even more special effects. That was all. That was all that was said. Do you remember? No. Oh, yes. They were like, did you hear? There's a rumor that these guys are making another alien movie. Oh, and of course we know who these two people are. Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin. Yes. Yes. But at the time, that's all. We no one knew who they were by that. I forgot name. all about that. Yeah, it was just like yeah. They just said they did. I remember it was our sister, sister uh, Wakamitz. Wakamitz. Yeah, remember her? Yeah, yeah. Do you really? I don't. Me neither. Okay. Yeah, she was like, uh, yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear that the guys have been Stargate? There's a rumor that they're making a, a another alien movie, but this this is gonna be more big budget, more special effects. You know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. Foreshadowing. Yes. It's all mauled about it. Um, so, yeah, True Lies at the time was, was shocking. Of course, the scene where he jumps off the, off the, what did he jump off of? A building. He yes. jumped off a building onto the, the what was the name of that jet? Uh, what is it? A Harrier jet? The Harrier jet. Oh, that was the shiz. Man. Everyone was like, oh my God, that someone was actually jumped on the jet. That was the Jimmy John. Not only that, the Harrier jet itself was almost a character. Yes. A classic action movie. Uh, uh, tradition, they would take some inanimate object and turn it into this badass character. You know, <laughs> again, we talked about the what is that? A rotary cam? What is that? A mini? The mini gun? The mini gun? Yeah, yeah predator. A predator. Yeah, uh, old painless, as it was called in the movie. Right. Um, of course, the uh, I think the big rig in um, T- for a short period of time in T two when yeah. he was chasing him. You yeah, know, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. And and the way he flipped that gun almost was like. Yeah, where he was the most really, impressive thing I've yeah, ever little seen things in my entire like life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. At the time, yeah. Little things like that were... Uh, so, yeah. The Harrier jet and that became a, a, something everyone was talking about for for all that summer. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's so neat to see um, how, how long the effect movies... The effect movies have had on people, how, how long that's been around you know it's really it's really fascinating and the different generations talking about their oh you should you should have been there when this happened and this you know not even stuff that never been also including stuff had never been done before but just powerful things you know storytelling and 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 this character everybody wanted to be him or you know it's just it's like wow it's they really are timeless you know something special we've tapped into you know with movies yeah yeah absolutely yeah so then there was, so that happened. Um, question. Yeah. Um, was that the very next film Cameron did after T2? It was. Oh, look at that. And then, of course, the next film he did after that was Titanic. Yes. Or leading to that, because in 95, w- there was no major breakout movie, I would think, as far as visual effects was concerned. But some of the ones that come up that were more subtle uh, were um, Braveheart, where they had, 
um, multiplied the amount of armies there were, the amount of people in an army mm. through special effects. This is when people were saying, well, what can we do with special effects, especially after Forrest Gump, where you don't know we're doing it. That you just don't know what you're looking at. We're using it for practical reasons. And of course, uh, in Dire with a Vengeance, where yes. they threw, they threw, oh, fuck me. We forgot uh, <laughs> Fugitive in 93. Oh, my God. Oh, Harrison Ford actually jumping off of, of a bus a, a about bus to be hit by a train, train right? which still looks impeccable. In, it's, it's really immaculate. You can't. Absolutely you know, amazing. Uh, but they did the same thing with Bruce Willis and Dire with a Vengeance, where he falls in front of a, a, a taxi cab. That's about to squish his head, and you know it stops just yeah. short. Yeah, Very. not not there. Yeah. The only overt movie I can think of currently that came out where the special effects were so beautiful and overt, I guess it is important because of what it led to. Because you could argue that this movie led to the concepts we still use in comic book movies today. The mm-hmm. visuals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Batman Forever. Absolutely. Yes. So John Dystra himself went on to do Spider-Man, the same man that did Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, went on to revolutionize yet again the way we saw vision. Well, not us. We always saw it. Yeah. Mm. But you normal people out there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, and everyone, I just want to take a quick shout out to the man who had passed away and never got enough credit for his directorial skill. Um, one Joel Schumacher, who got the shit end of all the sticks when he really did not deserve it. True word is what I've got to say about mm. that. One big word on that one. Damn right. I love me some Schumacher. People needed to calm down and realize he was making, he was remaking the old show. I know a lot of people are starting to come around to that. And you don't have to like it. That's not what we're talking yeah. about. You don't have to like that. But yeah. you can't call it bad because he, he achieved the goal, which was to make something silly. Yes. It's not yeah. a bumble to say I'm going to go deliberately campy and make Adam West live again. It's it's not it's, the same it's, thing as making a mistake. It's not the same thing. Yeah, if I do a comedy act and I'm funny, you can't say it was a bad comedy act because you laughed at it because you <laughs> thought it was going to be a dramatic uh, performance, right? Yeah. You can't. So it was his goal to make something silly and fun and wonderful to look at, which to this damn day, especially Batman and Robin, is absolutely gorgeous to look at. Absolutely. And yeah. this is coming, from, at least for me, this is coming from someone who, who really can't get through watching it anymore, <laughs> that I still give Schumacher credit for what he was doing on purpose. Well, we'll get further into that, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a whole thing on that. I'm going to do, uh, I think we should do a whole, uh, I, we are going to do that. We'll get back to you on that one. Stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. <laughs> uh, anyway, 96 is a big year for special Huge. effects. 1996, this is what we were talking about earlier, the two men that made Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich. That made Who made them? them? Huh? Two men that made Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich? Who were they? Uh, I think Siegfried and Rory. Oh, wow. They had children. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 With the Tigers, I think. Oh, wow. You believe that? A lot. Of the, the police should have been involved a whole lot more in their <laughs> comings and goings. Yeah, Frankenstein's... He's got some incredible comments today. <laughs> he's beside himself with rage on this one. 1996 was a huge, it, it might be argued that that was the pivotal CGI year of the decade, right? Really? I don't see how you couldn't arrive at that conclusion, really. Yeah. Right. It is, it's when it hit its absolute peak and, and excitement. Like, it really felt like you were in the middle of a revolution of, of entertainment of some kind. So, of course, Twister was the first big one to open that summer. Yes. And seeing actual tornadoes 
tear the shit out of things. And again, when we're talking about foreshadowing and turning, we've already talked about this, but wonderful, wonderful. Uh, skillfully made movie, uh, as far as that's concerned, making the tornadoes living, malicious creatures that were out to get you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's um, hard to do. That is not easy to do. No. Because um, it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of skill. Then, of course... What opened next? Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible opened. And, of course, we've already talked about this. Tom Cruise was actually flying off of an exploding helicopter onto a speed train. And it was his face. And everyone was like, how in the name of the Lord was yeah. that done? Was that done? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a, a shocking, shocking moment. And then the, the capper. I'd like to mention one before the capper, Absolutely. although it may have come out after or before, but I believe in that same year, a Multiplicity. Oh, Yes. Where there was many, many Michael Keatons, which you can't have too many Michael Keatons. Can't have. I think Malcolm would nope. yeah, definitely yeah. on that God too. Bless yeah. his heart. <laughs> Although, if you, you know, it's really fascinating. I went back and looked at uh, a '80s stand-up of his. It's terrible. It's it's odd. Is what I, he, he, I've never seen him so nervous. It's not just that. It's 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 um it's. I would almost say if, if it's not, it wasn't so obvious that he wasn't doing this on purpose, mm. you would think it was a part of the act. But it was it was stereotypical '80s comedian. It, yes, it was like, yes. hey, did you ever notice? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like he would that. actually start in, in like that. It was very weird to see him do that. I just yeah. watched this recently. Yeah, um, myself and the, uh, it really was. You're like, wow, you're like the template for this yeah. kind of behavior. Yeah. No, we love Mr. Keaton. Love here. Michael Keaton. Uh, that, he said in interviews recently that wasn't his thing. Stand up. You yeah. could tell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fascinating. But yeah, to have that many Michael Keatons, again, performance aside, because he was brilliant as each character, but they were interacting with each other in a way they never had, washing one's face and one, their f- chest bumping, and they're, they're ridiculous for that right. time. Yeah. That was the only time in the history of multiplying people on screen where you forgot up until that point. Of course, yes. they've done it since then, but at that time, it was the only time you actually forgot it was multiple people. Yeah. That it wasn't multiple people. That's what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm a fucking. It's idiot. everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it, Ray. No, I, I got it wrong. We got to yeah. do the show, Ray. Yeah. What's the point? What's the fucking point? We're doing a podcast, Ray. No. no. I, 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 yeah. All right. Fine. How dare you, Harrison? Huh? It has nothing to do with you. <laughs> I, I fought for this country. I'm a vet. Wait, wait, it's the wrong movie. <laughs> Definitely get back to the movie. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do movies now. Yeah, I, I love that. I love you, Ray. I hate you. <laughs> definitely hate you. <laughs> that, 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 definitely. The, hate the, you. the alternate and much more satisfying ending of the film. <laughs> he just trashes Charlie. Just dresses him down. You know? What did they know? Locks the door. Rolls up his sleeves. <laughs> yeah, gonna get gonna, gonna give you an ass whooping. Yeah. Yeah, cause you know Vern was teaching him some freaking. <laughs> Tai Chi, something. Vern was yeah, a wise man. Tang Sudo. What yeah, you talking man. about? Yeah, he was. He had shit going down. When he he freaking said to Charlie, remember? Maybe I'll put it back. You know, put the book. Whew. You know, because <laughs> you about to take take a whooping, boy. You know, it's like maybe you better put it right the fuck back. <laughs> yeah, man. Freaking Vern. I fucking love that guy. Main <laughs> man Ray. 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 No, I'm V e r n. Yeah. P. P-A-I-N. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a damn right, right? <laughs> Step aside now. <laughs> Going to bring the pain. Yeah. <laughs> drop the pain Here comes the pain! I'm sorry, it's had the good old Al Pacino. We were talking about something at some point. Where did we go? Where? 
Yeah, I don't remember what it was at all. <laughs> Nineteen ninety-seven. <laughs> six, six. We didn't get to the main part. They know what it is. No, we have to say it. All right. I don't remember. It was, it was Independence Day. Independence uh, Day. Yeah. That the two men were making the biggest scale alien invasion, and by biggest scale, I mean large, the biggest ships that had ever been put on screen to invade this planet. It was always like little saucers and, and things like that and cool shit. You know, they were scary. But Yeah, good stuff. But, oh, absolutely. But not to that level, not even close. But yeah. the fear, the genuine real fear to see the first trailer of that in the theater watching something else, I I felt like I was going to pee my pants. It, yeah. Seeing it come over the... the we the, held hands. The Brooklyn we yes, held hands. Me and Dr. Crisis held hands out of fear of seeing it come out of the cloud over, the, over New York City. And other teenagers laughed at us? We didn't care. Absolutely that not. That actually happened. What did we, we were seeing uh, Mission Impossible. Yes, we were. That's right. To see that, that was another amazing thing. What? You had to wait to go to the theater to see these things. So we're seeing the upcoming things that are coming out in that year with the great, it's like, oh my God, Twister was huge. And yeah. uh, Mission Impossible, uh, what? The, and then we're yeah. going, and you're seeing trailers. Uh, I'd like to do a shout out to Rick and Mortis Man right now because he's the one that paid for us to go see Mission Impossible and Twister on the same night. Yes, that's, thank you. Beautiful man. Yes. And I'd just like to put it out there. Joe is. Oh. Rigamortis, man. You can't. You got to do it. No. Mm. You just, you, you gave up his, his. I just he gave up his then. secret like, identity. Like, You're going to get him Riga killed Mortis. by the villains. That's, is that what you want? He already has Rigamortis. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand that point. <laughs> this guy. Anyway. What the hell are we talking about now? <laughs> Independence Day was where we thought. Right. So, uh, is there, I mean, I, don't, I can't think of any other major special effects movies that came out that year. I can think of other movies, but I would like to wait until yeah. we have a whole, until we do 96 before we talk about those. Others. I can't remember any major special. If, oh, what am I talking about? Dragonheart, which, again, you I was going to mention that, yeah. Now, you claim it doesn't hold up at all anymore? No, I think he looks terrible. Yeah. He, he looks like a video again. game, like an old video game to me. Yeah. I remember just, just weird, just to talk about it at, at the time. I was a little older, and, you know. I can remember that better. Um, it's like, did you see it? You know, I remember every time uh, the trailer or like a TV spot or something. Like, oh, you know, I am the last one. It's like, oh, look at that. I can't. And then when we got it, we were watching it. It's like, there's a dragon. There's a talking dragon. Look at there he is. You know, yeah. it was so exciting. Yeah, know? which was interesting. That was the next step. From um, Jurassic Park, actually giving them a personality and a voice, so mm. it was you know, it was amazing at the time. Again, for me, it, it is very dated. What seeing it again? Uh, I am the last one. And another one that I believe came out that year. Tell me if I'm wrong. Um, another Arnold Schwarzenegger one that was impressive was Eraser. Did that have? Oh, remember when he, of the course. airplane? He, he has to of abandon course. the airplane. Yes. And you see him hanging on to the side of it, actually, and then let go, and, and then go fly through, that, through the air. The go, fire the on fire the side The fire and the smoke. Yeah, so everyone. Yes. And, of course, you know, alligators attacking him that weren't real at all, and he's shooting at them, and, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that was uh, it was on the lower end of this stuff, but yeah. it's still some big CGI moments. That yeah, was also Chuck Russell. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. Yes. The man that did the legendary mask. Yes. So... What do we got? Ninety-seven. Is that the next in order? Is that is that how time works? I think I think if you're thinking linear, like a simp, if you're being a simp and thinking time is linear, then how well, can you made a time machine. I'm sorry. What? 
Who? Okay, 1997. 1997, we had the sequel to Jurassic Park. And, of course, they did indeed push the special effects forward. Uh, The Raptors were interacting even more than they were in the other ones. I wouldn't say the movie was as good, but the visual it wasn't as bad as some of the following. But I um, fully agree with that. It it was still had some incredible visuals in it. The two T Rexes this time I thought was an incredible scene. Uh, Really hard pounding, you know. Of course, the motorist, the man on the motorcycle riding underneath (sighs) the brontosaurus. That was shocking at the time. Yeah, it was absolutely startling. Triceratops actually up and about doing things. It was really cool to see. Yes. Um, other movies that came out that year was Batman and Robin, which we've already touched on. Yes. The visual effects in that was spectacular. Uh, and and I can't, revolutionary, too. Uh, as you said, the Again, they, they kept pushing. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that came out that year, major. Not as far on the CGI front. I wonder if we're missing something. No. So then we move on to the 98, which was Gochira, mm. right? Which looks disastrous again, most right. of it, yeah. uh, as far as today is and concerned. And of course, most people hated the, the yeah. Jesus out of that movie. <laughs> I mean, it just, and it just an interesting fact that yeah. Japanese people call that Godzilla Gino. It's an acronym that means Godzilla in name only. I love it. Yes. Uh, now, you know me. Or do you? <laughs> oh. Uh, I, I, I see good in most movies. Yes. Very few times I just tear the shit out of something. We will get to that, but mm. it's very rare. <laughs> and I thought that there was a lot of enjoyable moments. I actually like the rainy, dark tone of the movie. Uh, and I like you know, the scale of it. I like the feeling of, of, of being trapped in a city with chaos, go, you know, the chaos reigning everywhere and not knowing what was going on. Mm. Yeah, was was that Godzilla as a character nonsensical and ridiculous? Yes, yeah, yeah. And I I do. Um, it's weird when I have to look through that kind of stuff. Cause I do I admire that about you that you are able to see things because everything else I'm so annoyed by the actors, so annoyed by the story that I didn't want to see where a bunch of people being ignorant, you know. And, and it's like I don't care about any of this. And then Godzilla does nothing, has babies, and dies, you know. But. Yeah. Uh, the scene I take away, like you said, the trap thing I really liked, when they're chasing him through the streets, the helicopters, and he's taking them out one by one, it really just seemed like it was just a huge maze for him. It was That was very well done. And, of course, him chasing them and jumping over the Brooklyn Bridge uh, barriers as he was that side view, that was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I can see, of course. We all, we, yeah. we went to see in the movies. and, and Boredom Town. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's all go down to Boredom Town. Um, <laughs> do you mean Godzilla? You know it. Okay. <laughs> we, should, we should go on the road with that. We should. And we are. Now it's in- showtime. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God, no, don't do that. No, don't go in there. <laughs> For those of you who know what I'm referring to, we will send you a... Pack of golden beans, <laughs> if you can find us. Um, okay, so 98, so now we're getting to... But don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> he won. He did it. We'll give him the pack of golden beans. That's how we, that's how we get away with not giving anyone prizes. <laughs> and now we come to the end of the decade. Nine, wait, 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 wait. What is that? 98, we did not mention men in black. 
That was 97 is why we didn't. Thank you. <laughs> I knew there was some reason. You're right. We didn't mention 97. It. I always completely forget. Again, absolutely. Yeah. All of these were all in the, every year it was like, can, it was like candy store, man. It was like, what are they going to do next? This is, this is really an exciting time for movies. Yeah. Entertainment for entertainment. What are they going to do next? What are we going to be able to see? What new images are they going to bring out? You know, and I'm sure we've missed a lot. Mm. Uh, These are the ones that stuck out because '97 also was the re-release of Star Wars, and and he had, of course, he, he had uh, added, which of course is still controversial to this day, whether he should have or whatever. But um, I he think added he his new. I think they're actually. I think, I think em, that Empire Strikes Back is yeah. perfection. Yeah, you yeah. had you had to do something with Cloud City. It couldn't just be a no, big giant absolutely. hanger. You couldn't do that. Absolutely, <laughs> you know. Uh, and he knew that. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think it was a very uh, justified move to make. Um, and being, so now that we are here on George Lucas, we move on to 1999. I did want to say, we got into a lot of the other things with Tony Shalhoub's head being blown off and then growing back was absolutely, even to all the things we'd seen up to that point, was ridiculously unbelievable in my brain when watching it. That he, you showed it grow all the way back and it came right to him saying lines. I'm like... I can't believe still what they're doing. It was still very so fresh that you were yeah. just and you know Will Smith fighting a, a octopus monster in the background while you know they're talking in the foreground. Just ridiculous shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, the the way they interacted with right. It yes. just kept stepping up how much people could interact. Yes, with, exactly. With, with CGI. Nineteen ninety nine, the end of the decade, was also possibly the vision of the absolute future and what we were going to be looking at in Phantom Menace. Yes. And that, of course, was national news. They stopped regular programming <laughs> to air the preview, the first trailer for Phantom Menace. Uh, and in my ridiculous excitement, I went to call a loved one that asked if they had seen it, and it was a landline phone for everyone who knows what that is. I picked up the receiver to call, and I picked it up so vigorously, I hit myself in the head with it and left the bump. The excitement was ridiculous. Yeah, the, the, the amount of injuries that happened that night because of, <laughs> yeah. because of morons trying to call their family members. <laughs> no. Uh, is it true that, that Micho Black made more money simply because it was the first movie to have? From everything I've heard, yes, that is true. People heard that it was going to be in the beginning of the movie, that trailer, and they were buying tickets just to see the trailer on the big screen and then leaving. Ticket sales went up for Meet Joe Black because of the trailer in the beginning. Really? For Phantom Menace. Yeah, I mean, so that's kind of, you know, I mean, we can leave it there as far as that's kind of the pinnacle of... of it really is amazing when you think about that that was the last movie to come out in the decade and it had pushed special effects further than any movie previous to it in the history of film. Um, it was the first movie with a fully realized uh, only special CGI character. Jar Jar Binks was the first in history. Yeah. All he was was CGI. It was the first time ever. And he's one of the stars of the film. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll end it there. We'll come back another time and talk about where... You don't want to mention anything else from 99 as far as special effects? Oh, you mean The Matrix? Yeah. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Again, the whole, again, the way they built the trailer, the, you can't understand what it is unless you see it for yourself. Yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing. No one you know, can understand the what The Matrix is. They just have to see it for themselves. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah something so, like that. Yeah. Yes. 
As I said, I mean, I'm not no, saying... No, no, I'm sorry. We fucked it up because we're idiots. No <laughs> one can be told. No one can be told what the Matrix is. They just have to see it for themselves. Yeah, was it unfortunately? unfortunately? Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. Unfortunately, we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we'll get it right in the next several episodes. We'll come back and get the actual, the actual quote. As I said, I don't think it's a it's a bigger jump, of course, in CGI. Just the style of the film, I think, goes up there with Phantom Menace, where it's like, okay, I haven't seen anything like this. The abs- the aesthetic of the film, the way they were using CGI to warp your perception of reality, which, of course, was the idea behind the whole film. And to take you to a place where, like, okay, we're simultaneously in this world, and then we're not in it at all, and then they mix together. So, yeah, this, the, the CGI in that, for telling a, a great story, I thought was... was it was just unseen before. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to get into a whole other, other episode. Um, I'd like to get into a whole other episode uh, talking about the trilogy because mm. I'd like to say some things about it and defend second and third one. Yes. So, uh, okay. I mean, I guess we'll come back and, uh, for another episode and do, because it didn't end there, of course. We go into the 2000s and things start to ramp up from there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but... Yeah, I think that was good to cover. Cover. I guess we just. I guess this episode was just covering the '90s revolution. Yeah. And yeah. so to end the episode, we have to recast something. What would you like to recast in relation to what we were talking about? Hmm. Got to go with um, "How Green Is My Valley." No. Um. Die Bando, <laughs> the Revenge. <laughs> it's not a uh, sequel. It's a remake. Oh, Die Bando. <laughs> The remake. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, what are we recasting? What do you want to recast? Would it have something to do with what we've been talking about? Yeah, I mean, if, if it's somehow, somehow related to... Because it's weird about. how these movies where it's like, you don't recast the CGI. Recast the tornado. Okay, which special effects in what movie would replace the tornado and which other special effects would you replace? T-Rexes, just all yeah. T-Rexes. Yeah, they're chasing yeah. them across the Midwest. I mean, it's a level five, you know, uh, you know T-Rex, and yeah, it's just big as a skyscraper, yeah. Or we could do our Godzilla and a tornado. Remember Godzilla getting caught in a tornado? <sighs> uh, yeah. He eventually just falls asleep and we start feeding criminals to him. <laughs> I forgot all about that. We just isolate it. <laughs> I think that was our idea for, see, like, the sequel to Twister, like... <laughs> <laughs> it was like a crossover <laughs> or something. Yeah, not something. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, we will, in the in the immortal words of Lavar Burton. Uh, what can I say that or will I be get sued for it? I hope Lavar Lavar, please don't sue us. We love yeah, you. I, yeah. Well, you don't have to take our word for it. Let's see you next time. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. So what were we talking about before? Oh, the, the dumbest movie of all time. Rhythm section. It was another movie where I was like down on my luck and I got trained by.